<laughs> Black and white edition. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Harris here from the Mighty 790 KFGO. And we're going to have a little fun. Oh, and it's Scotch from Jack FM. <laughs> so it is such a hurry to get to it oh. with this uh, 1957 movie about a giant mutant telepathic crab that is bent on world destruction or world domination. Attack of the Crab Monsters. And believe it or not, it's a Roger Corman film. One of the 55 movies that he actually produced and directed as well. Now, when I look at Roger Corman, by the way, I love looking at the grosses and how much it cost to make. Yep. Seventy thousand dollars it took to make this movie. Hmm. It grossed a million. That's not a bad return for Roger Corman. And probably even more over the years with all of the DVD sales and whatnot. This is uh, one of those few movies that actually delivers too, because you see some of those old Corman movies like Beast with a Thousand Eyes, and you don't always get a Beast with a Thousand Eyes. <laughs> but this one had giant. You do have crab monsters. Yeah, giant crab monsters. Uh, I don't you mean know... the big animal now. Exactly. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> And I don't know why they wanted to uh, conquer the world. I don't know what these big crabs were planning on doing with the world. That's never really uh, explained to us. But It, it does... has to do with radiation, right? Radiation. And it, it's crazy that they were telepathic. It made it kind of spooky, the little disembodied voices you would hear coming from the crabs throughout the movie. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Russell Johnson from Gilligan's Island, uh, the guy who plays the professor, he's one of the scientists. And yeah, he plays a really good guy, too, because it's just like the professor. It is. I mean, he was working on radios and all <laughs> yeah. that kind of stuff. and Fixes the radio and comes up with like a little Morse code uh, thing that they can use. Uh, so you got a, a team of scientists that show up on this island where they've been testing for radiation after some atomic bomb tests. And apparently a bunch of scientists were there before and just disappeared. So they're there to find out what happened to the scientists. And right away, you've got problems because one of the sailors falls into the water and gets his head clipped off. I mean, you usually don't see gore in these movies, these 1950s movies, but I mean, you actually see his head pulled off and everything. Yeah, it was, it was, I, I don't know, it was very interesting to see how they did it back in 57. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so you've got uh, Pamela Duncan, who is the sexy scientist Marty. And uh, her fiance. For 1957. For 19, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, those 1950s brunette babes, they're, they're really something. And another fun thing is you had all this violent and shaking and random explosions happening on the island that the crabs were apparently making happen with their minds somehow. Well, as I understand it, uh, the, uh, the these previous guys that were there before this new crew came in, the crabs had eaten them and somehow swallowed up the knowledge in their brains Therefore, they could become telepathic. Yeah. Not only had they been nuked into becoming gigantic crabs, but they had telepathic powers, and then they would uh, eat and devour people and actually absorb their identity. Yeah. Pretty convoluted plot. All while later on in the movie, I think it's safe to say, the island's going to start falling into the ocean. Yeah. It's like a little <laughs> atoll, so the, the island's just slowly disappearing. But that was kind of a creepy little uh, plot device. I like that. Somebody would disappear, and then they would just start hearing that person's voice in the middle of the night. So they'd, is he really dead? And they'd wander off into the jungle, and no, it would be a big giant crab going after him. Were you surprised, by the way? I mean, it, it seemed to be a, a really well-encompassed movie. I mean, you really got to the beginning and to the end. It was only an hour and three minutes long. A lot of those movies are. They're, they're, they're usually under 70 minutes. I, I saw a collection one time of a bunch of uh, Corman 1950s sci-fi movies, and they're all... I, I, rarely did I see one that clocked in more than a, an hour 15. They're all pretty short. 
But both of these, there's only two, right? Crab monsters, if I, as I understand it. But I, both of these are the guy, are ones that are causing these earthquakes and these landslides. And it's it's uh, for for the the special effects for the landslides. I mean, you know, the camera was shaken. Obviously, there's not a <laughs> not the ground shaking, but you know, it was pretty good for 1957. Yeah, everything was really effective because they show you just enough. I mean, once once they show you the full crab, then the the jig is up. Then you got to have some chuckles, you know. <laughs> but at the beginning, you just see like a little bit of it. You see a you know one of the big pinchers come in, and and then finally, once you see those big sleepy eyes. <laughs> Then they just look downright goofy. But up until then, I have to say, there was a a surprising amount of gore. A guy loses his hand in there. I mean, you see a guy's arm get ripped off. And those poor dim-witted sailors that uh, even after they knew this was going on, these two saps have to, like, sleep in a tent on the beach. The rest of them (laughs) are up in some little research facility. And these two guys are just sitting there playing cards on the beach in this tent. And there's all these random sand crabs. Uh, There's the only... no animals on the island at all except for these crabs you mentioned you mentioned the guy that loses his hand it was really funny because didn't I, I, i'm trying to remember now but he he immediately got up and did something after he had his hand wrapped i was like going yeah. to attacks or something i thought wow that's pretty cool he could do that that fast with you know lo- missing one hand yeah. that quickly so crazy story but a lot of fun there was also a couple of lines i really enjoyed uh it, there was a, a line where the guy says once they were men now they're land crabs. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> and then one of the crabs uh, says, so you have wounded me, and I must grow a new claw. I can do it in a day. Will you grow new lives when I have taken yours? <laughs> great, great line. What a sassy crab. Hey, by the way, there is one other guy you should look for in this. In this His name is Ed Nelson. And Ed Nelson is one of the guys that brings this cast to the island and then takes mm. off. But he's seen in many, many Roger Corman films, including uh, Bucket of Blood, as we were talking about before we uh, opened up the mics here. Yeah, I like the repeat cast members. Jim Wynorski was a huge fan of bringing back old uh, Corman alumni. The one uh, guy with the Russian accent in this movie, the one scientist, he shows up as a, as a pizza chef in Chopping Mall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... What, like 30 years later, he's in this bit part in this other movie. But I was looking at some of the cast members, and some of these names were really great. Richard H. Cutting as Dr. James Carson. Cutting? Cutting, yeah. And then uh, Beach Dickerson. How's that for an actor name? Super, everybody. Yeah. Super. I'm going to give that one kudos. <laughs> Beach Dickerson. No, I enjoyed it. I've seen this one a few times. I th- I always think of this as like one of those lazy Sunday afternoon movies. My wife and I will usually put this on on a Sunday afternoon when we're just craving some old black and white sci-fi. Good one to doze off to. You don't miss too much, but you know, short, entertaining. Yeah, and it's an hour that it's an hour that you might not say I just lost an hour of my life. Right. You might have fun watching this. I think you really will. I thought so too. So, Attack of the Crab Monsters from 1957. I give it a big old thumbs up. I'll give it a thumbs up as well. Have a lot of fun watching. All right. Thanks a lot. We'll see you next time on B-Movie Bonanza. I'm Bob Harris from the Mighty 790. And I'm Scott from Jack FM. 